Welcome to Adaptivist Live, the Atlassian Ecosystem Podcast. This week, some updates, some news, and Atlassian on stage at Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference. My name is Ryan Spilkin, and I'm joined today by Brenda Burl and Matthew Stubblefield. Matthew, Brenda, always great to see you. Likewise. Hey there, Ryan. So guys, let's, let's get right to it. First things first, cloud, Atlassian cloud, Small, subtle changes rolling through the cloud. It seems like we've really stopped that period of high-intensity change, and now we're getting subtle. And the first thing I noticed, and I don't know what you two think, is the trusted user permission. Do we really trust them? <laughs> well, I guess it depends on, on uh, what we're trusting them with. In this case, it is to install and configure new products on your site and invite new users themselves. I wonder if products is the fifth branding we're going to have for plugins. Maybe instead of apps, we're going to switch to products. It has been two years since they changed the name of them. And I still can't remember that it's apps and not add-ons. So I guess it doesn't hurt to change the name. I still call them plugins. Yeah, I still call them plugins. Or it could be a whole new thing. Who knows? Uh, Yeah, I, I like seeing granularity and permissions. I always think that's helpful. Um, Similarly, for a Slack workspace recently, uh, wanted people to be able to install apps as part of a testing thing, but it meant I had to make them all admins. Uh, having an intermediary level that that just gives um, you know some some certain things, I think that's nice. I think this is good. In terms of slowing down uh, what's happening with the cloud, though, I am skeptical. I'm always skeptical. I think it's more likely that things are rolling out and it's just not being published. Um, that it's just it's quietly happening and these release notes aren't being updated. So uh, for the Atlassian Cloud team, if you're listening, it was lovely meeting some of you last week. I had a great call with some of the product managers and uh, shared with them our list of sites where we look for cloud updates. And uh, you know, we would love to see more communication of what has changed and what's going to be changing. And uh, then for all of our listeners at home, you know, always check this podcast. We'll keep you as up to date as we can possibly be. So while changes on cloud may have seemed rather subtle, um, not so much for server. Jira Software 8.2 is released uh, with a number of changes. And I'm, I'm just going to have to admit that of these new changes, what caught my eye is the changing to the colors of the issue statuses. Which admittedly was not a GIF. But it was not a GIF. It would not have earned any points if it were a GIF. <laughs> even even were it a GIF, it would not have earned any points. I just, I just don't like it. I do like the boldness of the colors. It's brighter. Sure. Um, but what's the big color problem here, Brenda? The color problem is that I am used to new being blue. So to-do statuses are blue, in-progress statuses are yellow, and done statuses are green. I have been, I've been saying that in training courses. I've been saying it in demos. It's, I'm so used to it. For years. For years. Long And time. now, now, new is purple, in-progress is blue, moved is orangey? Do people use moved? I've never, I've never seen moved before. Never. 12 years Success, now. 
fortunately, success is still green. So I, I don't have to completely rewire my brain on this, but it's going to take me a little while to get used to what color is new again? What color are the to-do statuses? They're purple. Right. I also, yeah. and, I, and I get this as a little nitpicky and we can change statuses. We make custom statuses and everything, but this communicates to me that it's, um, you know, success versus done. Like just they're, they're changing in language there uh, because we have definitions of done um, rather than definition of, of success. Done versus success are two very different things. Something can actually be <laughs> successful without being done. Um, could be done without being successful. Just the like, story might well, end. It could be it could be removed and and actually still be a success if you decrease scope. I always wonder how much thought really went into this. My guess is probably a lot. Things like this tend to be in committee for six months. Maybe too much thought went into it. I don't know, but we're going to struggle just like we struggle with plugins versus add-ons versus apps versus products. Maybe uh, yeah, basically, new colors. <laughs> you can sum it up as everything new is terrible. Um, I do wonder, and I'm going to give it up. I, I got to give it up. Atlassian is, is a thoughtful company. I do wonder if these new colors are an attempt to make the statuses a little broader accessibility for people with color vision deficiencies. That's the only. I would thing guarantee. I'd guarantee they are because you do note the new status is much higher contrast between the text color and the background. Um, much more accessible. So yeah, give them props for that. Also give them props. We focus so much on the second thing on this page. The first page filters to limit the number of archived issues you export, which then speeds up your export and, and means that you're excluding issues you don't need. That's super nice. But that's data center only. Data center only. We talked about the, the project archiving in the past, having your export exclude archiving automatically. Like that's, that's really nice. So, Let's stop bagging on uh, on uh, Jira software here and talk a little bit about Bitbucket 6.3. Uh, I think it's uh, maybe 6.3.2 specifically. And um, again, no gifts. Atlassian, you're breaking our heart here. But we do love the screenshot about comparing commits. Uh, this is we've always been pretty open. We are we are not developers, uh, especially Ryan and I. We we are not. Uh, we don't know much about that. We we barely develop as people, let alone in terms of programming. <laughs> But uh, I, I'm having to get into it a little bit more uh, as a product manager working with dev teams and being able to compare multiple commits when we've got multiple people working on the same thing. We're kind of running some, I, I refer to them as internal open source projects. Different people can check this out. They can contribute back to it. Um, this is nice. So a few nice features in, uh, in 6.3.2 here. I do really like, you know, you can send a URL with the results of your commit comparison. Really mm, nice way yeah. to be able to share those results. So yeah, real quick. Agreed. That's very nice. It, it's worth noting that Bitbucket Server 6.3 rolled out in the middle of May, and then two two dot releases were released right in very close succession that, that fixed some of the problems that they had. So good on them for keeping that up to date. And if you are a Bitbucket customer that is is maybe seeing some spotty behavior, sounds like you just need that that point upgrade. Yeah, yeah. Six three two was on the fourth of June and fixed um, some overly verbose logging. Uh, it was causing some issues as well as errors when importing a repository. Yep, lots of changes, new things rolling out. Um, so a quick look at some additional um, updates just within the ecosystem. One thing that uh, that we looked at was there's now in um, in Jira software or in Jira in next gen projects you can now add buttons to the board in the backlog. So we talked about this a little bit prior to recording, but uh, here are our thoughts. And specifically noted, this is Jira Software Cloud, 
so just go back to the top of the podcast. Not mentioned on the cloud update page. Only mentioned on blog.developer.atlassian.com. Uh, so thank goodness we troll all the boards uh, or troll. I don't know. If we could comment, I'm sure we would troll more. Um, <laughs> so this podcast they is They would rue the so, yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> adding, adding this button, it's... Uh, we'll, we'll link to the, the blog post, but specifically it, it has a, a link to a document with an anchor tag for the next gen board area, fairly simple bit of JSON, uh, that you can do to create the button. It can only go in one spot at the top right of a next gen backlogger board. Um, so you have it on both, both the work board, what we used to call the work board and the backlog. Um, that's, I mean, that's nice, nice little button there. You can, you can sort of customize that, uh, Worth, worth pointing out, it reminds me a lot of the um, script fragments in ScriptRunner. Uh, so ScriptRunner for Jira has this feature called script fragments. Uh, in the menu, you'll see it is customizing the UI. You can create these type of buttons all over the interface. Uh, Jira, Jira Service Desk, Jira Software. It's not just one button. You can make any button you want. You make lots of them in lots of different places. Um, so this kind of reminded me of that. Uh, but it is a, a nice feature, especially if you're on cloud. Um, so their example is like a little readme button that you could you could you could add. So yeah, we'll we'll link to that. And yeah, we'll we will of course provide you with a link to the Atlassian developer post that we're referring here and that's got some more inform information that you might be interested in. You might not be. So I have a I have a an a confession to make to you two and all oh. of our listeners. I used to be a really big Apple fanboy. I was really bad. I was the kind of person, first of all, I was quoted on CNET because of my love for my iBook G4, okay? Like, that's how much I used to be an Apple fanboy. And so, I'm not anymore, and I'm not. Though, I've, to be clear, you're still an Apple user, I just am. grudgingly. Yeah, at this point, it's become that way. It's become that way because of, I love some of the things they do, and I hate a whole lot of them. But, but I mean, you know, any, but any company that, that makes it, makes it big enough is going to live long enough to see itself become the villain, right? But that's a whole other story. If you want to talk with me about Apple fanboyship, you can always email me <laughs> or get a hold of us at learnatadaptivist.com. But the reason that this is interesting to you, our listeners, right, is because Atlassian was invited on stage at Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference to talk about the Jira Cloud app. And it means that the Jira Cloud app that used to be available on your phone or iPad is coming directly to the Mac now, and I hate it. <laughs> I, I was, I'm a little skeptical of this. I, I'm pretty happy using my boards in a web browser. I'm not sure why I would want to install an app for this um, and have yet another thing to switch between. Um, it's only cloud. So yeah, well, that too. I mean, we're server users rather than cloud. Um, I do have a few cloud, you know, projects and and things, but I do. I just I wonder who was asking for this, uh, you know. And they they mentioned a few things like being able to interact with it uh, or used right next to Xcode, other development tools on Mac. I uh, just like I use my web browser. Um, it, I I don't know. I mean, I'm and I'm not going to have confluence. I'd be switching between this in an app and Bitbucket in the web browser and Confluence in the web browser. And I mean, it, I don't know. It's, it feels like a solution in search of a problem. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, 
you know, you totally, that's totally fair. Totally fair. For myself, I could, if we had a cloud, if we used cloud, I could see it being useful. I do like having Trello sequestered in its own app these days. And being that I'm not really, you know, into the web development stuff, I do have the Confluence app. And one of the things that they're not, they didn't discuss about in this is that all apps are now going to work on the uh, on the OS. It's it's that b- blending of iOS and and Mac OS, mm-hmm. right? So Confluence will be an app that works on the um, the uh, the Mac OS. But in all fairness, gotcha. after using the Confluence app this this the past few days, I'm not real thrilled about that idea. That app <laughs> is you want to talk about hamstrung, like I. I was trying to like sit on my couch and be a cool guy working on iOS. <laughs> no, no, man. I just want to indent. Uh, I want to indent some stuff. I can't do that. And that alone was enough to make me go, you know, I'll just go sit at my computer now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, positives and negatives. The fanboy in me goes, cool. The things that I used to love and the things that I do now are kind of coalescing. <laughs> the, the uh, you know, responsible adult in me says, but Why? Is there a responsible adult in me? I don't... Anyway. I've never seen one. No evidence whatsoever. From the screenshots, it doesn't look like you can tab within those apps. I I am a person who has a gazillion Jira tabs open at any one point. Um, just let's see here. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, oh my. 18. I just I, I leave a bunch of tabs open, and, and it's easier for me to navigate that way, I guess, because I'm weird. I wouldn't be able to use that method of bouncing back and forth within the app just based on the screenshots that are in the blog post. So I think I'd probably get pretty frustrated with it, but I'm just, mm-hmm. I am kind of weird. So yeah, no, I mean, I, I think for power users, you've got, you know, similarly the screenshot, the main one that shows sort of this home and you've got the board and you've got a handful of projects and a handful of filters. I don't know how many filters I have, uh, at least 20 and presumably that scrolls or something, but not being able to open them in different tabs and, and things that. I, I rely on that interface for switching between things, switching, you know, having multiple issues up at the same time so that I can be comparing them, uh, making edits, cloning them sometimes. So then they're making changes. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I, I don't think I would want to interact with, uh, with Jiren and app. Well, you know, it, the major mistake that they made here is not including gifts to show us what the app actually does. That come on. I mean, might have helped. It feels like a week that could not be solved by gifts. That's sort of what it feels like, man. Well, it's a, it's a weak part. Sometimes it's best <clears throat> that when we have to solve a problem that we just do it face to face. And if you want to solve a problem with Matthew Stubblefield and you happen to be in St. Louis, he might be available to you. <laughs> Why is that, Matthew? <laughs> it sounds like you're set up for, for all of you who have problems with Matthew Stubblefield. I'm going to tell you where and when he will be. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have, if Matthew owes you um, $5 from back in the day. <laughs> so, uh, so next, next week, uh, June 18th is the St. Louis AUG, uh, the Atlassian user group and St. Louis run by the phenomenal Tom Crespi. I always enjoy the AUG up there. Uh, it is sadly the closest AUG to Springfield, uh, Missouri, where where I actually live. So it's about a three-hour drive, but uh, we're we're going to go up there. I'll be joined by Lindsay Todd, one of our account managers. We're going to hang out at the AUG, and I'll be speaking a little bit about Atlassian Summit, just sharing some of the things that we heard, uh, some of the lessons learned. 
for me, it was mostly talking with Atlassian product managers. So I can give you a little bit of behind the scenes. And uh, thankfully, a lot of this has made its way into the news at this point. So I'm not uh, not disclosing anything. Uh, it's, it's good that this AUG has waited till June. Um, but some of it will be new. Uh, and I'm excited to talk about Portfolio 3 and some perspective I have on that. We're going to talk more about Atlassian Cloud and uh, where we see that going and what's going on with it and uh, a few other interesting topics. Uh, other speakers include Arden Howley, uh, Sedoni Brend uh, from Express Scripts and Lumeris, respectively. So excited to uh, be on a panel with them, talk a little bit about what we had at uh, Summit. So uh, join us next week, June 18th, if you are in or around the St. Louis area or in Illinois, uh, we'll be at Webster University. And uh, we'll post the link to the uh, AUG page in the SoundCloud description so you can RSVP and join us. Matthew, are you bringing swag? You know, I might. Uh, I've got a, a new shipment of t-shirts coming up soon. Uh, so I, I don't know what design we ordered, but if it's something exciting, maybe I'll uh, take them up there with me. All right, everybody. So it's a pretty light week here in the uh, Atlassian ecosystem. But if you have come across something that we didn't, we want to know. So email us at learnatadaptivist.com. Make sure that you're following us on social media at Adaptivist. And that's it. So for Brenda Burl and Matthew Stubblefield, I'm Ryan Spilkin, and we'll see you next time on Adaptivist Live. Have you considered putting together an email list? I've thought about it. I heard that helps with sending emails to a list.